Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending. We have a special guest today, Tiffany Carroll with the Fletcher team at eXp Realty. And uh, Tiffany has been a huge producer in the state of Colorado for a long time. And she's here to share with us some wisdom on team building and the power of their team. So we're going to get into that for a little in a little bit. But before we start, um, before I start my conversation with Tiffany, I want to remind you that if you get value from this podcast, please share it with other people in the industry that you know, that's how the word gets out. Um, so I just wanted to remind you of that. So welcome to the show, Tiffany. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate you being here. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in real estate? Um, and uh, tell us a little bit about how you started. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been in real estate for about eight and a half years. Uh, started okay. out kind of, you know, waited till the kids got a little bit older. Didn't think I, you know, then it kind of, oh, I'm getting too old. I can't do this. And I was in my forties already. So I didn't think I could quite do it. Had some good encouragement from some other agents that I knew. And I've uh, had a lot of people asking me to be a realtor for years since my kids were babies and now they're in their twenties. So finally just decided, okay, I'm going to go for it. And, uh, Got my license, didn't get a lot of traction in that first year, as a lot of agents don't, and mm -hmm. was able to connect with my partner, Amy Fletcher. And as she puts it, I was a little chihuahua that didn't leave her alone. And so <laughs> I was uh, kind of one of those, you know, but I want to do this and I want to do that. And I was with a different company at the time. And finally, she gave me a chance and uh, she said, fine, come on over. And I don't want to be a partner and I don't want a team and I don't want, I don't want. And, uh, you know, here we are about eight years later together and uh -huh. have a pretty good, strong team. Nice. Nice. So how did it come about then with, uh, the conversation about the team, if Amy didn't want to do that at first? Yeah, it just, it kind of grew, uh, just naturally, really it started. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not so naturally. Uh, it was her and I, we were just out there killing it. Just the two of us really making a name for ourselves. And, uh, I got pretty sick actually, and ended up in the hospital. And oh. we kind of realized that maybe two people can't do everything by themselves. And so then that's where we started kind of expanding and considering bringing on other people. At that point, we had, uh, already, um, gotten on an assistant. It was just the three of us at that point. And so then we were, the assistant had already been interested in being licensed. So Amy pushed her really hard while I was sick, like you need to get your license. Mm -hmm. And then from that point, it just kind of started growing and we've taken on uh, more agents. We really kind of try to work with people who've had their license for about a year really helps us or more and really haven't gotten the traction that they need. Um, you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of people get them and they say they're there's a reason that they say a lot of agents fall out in that first year, not a lot of support out there. So, but we like Absolutely. people to kind of see what it's like on your own and then, you know, what we have to offer. And at that point, we usually find that we have some good leadership for them and people have a tendency to stick a bit better. Okay. Okay. So what was the big epiphany? Did you always believe in a team or was there something that kind of clicked for you where you figured out that that was the way you wanted to go? I think for me, it was truly, you know, it was more Amy that didn't want to really do it at first. She just was kind of, she'd been a solo agent and she did well on her own. And yeah. for me, it was seeing that 
it's really hard to get started in this business without having a really good, strong mentor, uh, mm-hmm. somebody that's out there to back you up. You know, there's a lot of programs that even say, you know, they offer mentorship, but as agents, we get really busy and you have to be with somebody that's truly committed and wants to help people. So that's mm-hmm. sort of where it just kind of kept progressing. So I, you know, I started out obviously as a solo, like everybody does, but then once I connected with Amy, I realized the value of having somebody there with you that's that close. And then we just mm-hmm. kept growing with it. And so when we started the team, you know, again, Amy had had her license longer than me. She'd been around a lot more people. And our philosophy has just been treat our team like we want to be treated. So I think that's really, you know, a lot of uh, agents ask us. I've, so I've been Amy's right hand for, you know, years now. And we've sat down with many team leaders that want to know our secret sauce. And it's like, there's no real secret sauce. Just treat people right and, you know, give them what they need, the tools that they need. And they usually have a tendency to stick around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So did, did you find it challenging at first to find the right people or did you... We still find it. We still find it challenging sometimes, you know, I think that's where we've kind of taken the turn of knowing that we want somebody that's had at least a year under their belt. Uh, That really helps them a lot to, to truly have that appreciation. We've had some that come right on and, you know, they're newly licensed and they get a feel. One of the first things we tell them is it's not as easy as it looks from the outside. And, you know, everybody sees us out there. We drive nice cars. We take vacations, right? The realtors that are doing well. What they don't see is the commitment behind the scenes and the, you know, long, long hours, especially the last few years. I think we've lost quite a few newer agents the last year or so as things have changed. And uh, so we've lost some of that. So we still find that a bit challenging, but we really try to work hard with meshing our personalities and um, agents that we try to understand what their needs are as well as ours, that you know, not every agent is going to go out and sell 100 homes a year, and that's okay. So mm-hmm. you have to, as a team leader, figure out what level of people are, you're gonna have. You're gonna have the ones that may only wanna work a certain amount, um, but then mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the bigger hurdles is, figuring it out because they all come on. Everybody comes on and says, I'll do everything. I'll do it all. I want to take it all. And then they realize that everything's not everything always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's important to look at what each person wants for their own personal goals. And we've also been really, um, our team, as we've developed, we have, you know, those that have been here for a while with us, five or more years. And, we've kind of uh, gotten into a groove of what people really sort of specialize in. We've got Mm. one agent that is extremely strong in land and horse properties and those kind of items. We've got other ones that, um, you know, we all are really heavy on military. We are based out of Monument. So we do a lot Mm. of Colorado Springs. We get a ton of military. That's a big one for us. But as we figure out each of our agent strengths, we try to to really work towards those. Um, one of our other team leads on our team, she is just a mastermind when it comes to technology. Do not ask me to do that for you because you will mm-hmm. be in trouble. <laughs> but yeah. I can present and show you how to do contracts and you know how to talk to clients and we'll have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of qualities do you look for in someone that might be a member of the team and enjoy being a part of the team? 
Well, I think, you know, number one, personality is huge in this business and uh, Mm -hmm. listening to a lot of podcasts ourselves and everything else. I think, you know, if you can find a personality and somebody that really wants to work, that's going to be number one. And, you know, since Mm -hmm. this is mostly directed towards agents, that kind, you know, we're, we're kind of chameleons. We have to, you know, just kind of float along with everybody. And you, you have to have that sense of not being super controversial or, you know, you can get along with pretty much anybody you walk in your, your top agents will walk into a room and can talk to anybody in that room. So for me, it's my little first time buyers. I love them with all my heart. They are truly a passion of mine. So I can Mm -hmm. sell anything from 150 up to, you know, my highest has been like over 3 million and every one of those clients get treated the exact same way. So that's a big philosophy for our team is that, you know, we are not too good to do absolutely anything. I have a $16,000 piece of land under, under contract right now. You know, and I want to yeah. work with that. Treat everyone client, the same. Hundred percent. So yeah. that's a huge philosophy that. for our team. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, um, tell me more about your team. How's it structured? Do you have admin people too, or is it all agents? Or how do you have? It no, we're we're pretty fortunate. So we do. We have um, a listing assistant. We so she goes in, helps us get all of our um, listings ready. You know, preps some photos. She comes to us with those. Helps us make sure we're getting all our dotting all our, uh, you know, eyes crossing our T's, that kind of stuff. Then we do have a TC mm-hmm. for the entire team. Um, okay. We do also have a philosophy that our newer agents don't do. Um, we, we require them to do so many contracts with us as the leads. Um, you'll get a mentor when you're signed on. So depends our, our mm-hmm. you know, how long they've been in the business, but as a standard, you're required to do at least 10 listings and 10 buyers with us. Um, but we have, okay. so we have support staff for all of that. Then um, I'm taking a little bit of a step back. I've been an actual team lead since the beginning. I'm still a team lead. I'm still mentoring all of our newer agents, taking a little bit more of that focus than um, again, not super tech savvy, that kind. So mm-hmm. I'm letting the systems and everything go to our other team lead. Amy oversees everything. And then I'm kind of a little more of the people person. And then we've got, um, I think we're down, we're bringing on a couple new ones in the next month or so. So I think we're at about 11 or 12 agents and then two support staff. Okay. Okay. Nice. And how have you decided over the years, what certain people do, what the transaction coordinator does, what, what your agents do, that kind of thing? You know, I don't think it's ever been anything we've really thought out, right? A TC, our transaction coordinator, is someone that's been in the business for a long time. So she actually has helped us because we were very hands-on. We were, we can do it all, you know, but when you are getting up into some of these higher numbers, you can't. Um, I am constantly getting extra help. Our listing assistant also uh, does a lot of personal assisting for me, keeping my files in order, things like that in my mm-hmm. actual office. Um, we actually have something really cool. We're, we're getting ready to open an office. We have not been in oh, an congrats. office. Yeah, thank you. We're very excited. It'll be downtown Monument. Very exciting. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we haven't really had a centralized location. We've done a lot from home. We're really big on letting people do their own thing, you know? And so the people that we bring on, if you produce and you follow up on your leads and you do the work, we're not going to micromanage people. And people seem to fall into their natural roles just kind of organically. 
Okay. I was going to actually ask that as my next question was what you do to support the team and, and mentor them. Um, do you, do you provide, um, besides just the mentorship, do you provide training and we do, how do you help, do you help yeah, them? We have a university that they can go through and well, that not can need to go through. Uh, so that walks them through all the steps. Uh, we have, you know, written, uh, papers on how to fill out a contract, right? So before they ever even start writing their own necessarily, they start writing them for us. They, they shadow, we're big believers in getting in our cars, getting at our desk. Uh, so that's kind of where I take more of it. We tell people you'll learn more just sitting with me than you could learn probably reading everything that you can out there. Absolutely. Sit in my car, ride around with me, listen to how I talk to agents, how I talk to clients, you know, lenders, title, everybody. So it's, we're very, very hands-on. That's nice because I think that's so important. I think that's critical to have a mentor like that. And there's, I think that's one area where some agents miss out when they first start out. Is they I, I definitely agree. Yep. We yeah, get a lot yeah. of those people. I have one right now that, you know, we just joined on. She's been in the business now for nine months. She's had a couple mm -hmm. of mentors and, you know, but she says, she's been with me driving with me for a week and she's like, holy smokes, I've learned more, you know, than anybody, because a lot of times, and that's what I found myself was I was assigned a mentor, but I didn't even know what to ask. So one of our favorite things to say is you don't know what you don't know. So how are you supposed right. to even know what to ask me if you're not doing business? And, you know, you go sit oh. as a new agent, you sit in these classes, you learn about CTM, you learn, but it's foreign. It's like a foreign language. So we want them to just be out there oh. with the real world. I'm, again, not super strong my designations because I have to, not because I want to. I am a hands-on mm -hmm. person. I want to be out there talking and doing with people. Where yeah. we have another one on our team, we actually have a couple that love them. They'll go out, take every class they can. I don't learn as well that way. So I have a tendency to teach a little more hands-on. Yeah. Sometimes it's too theoretical when you're just watching classes. Like yeah. I do the same thing on the lending side. I'll take a class on whatever it is, a loan program or something and my eyes kind of gloss over and I'm like, all right, when I do one, then I'll really learn it. Exactly. And then, and then if you have that person to turn around to and say, okay, I vaguely remember hearing about this. Now, how do I implement it? How do I actually make this work? I right, think that's right. huge. Mm -hmm. So I, I tell people, I even do it with my first time buyers, right? I say, I'm going to walk through these steps with you really fast. So I'm going to be talking to you. We'll talk for 20 minutes or so. This is what you can expect. I do not expect any of this to stick in your brain. What I hope will happen is that you'll turn around and you'll be like, Tiff said something about this. I don't remember what it was, but she said something. And then we'll right. go back and revisit it when the time is right. Yeah. Knowing, knowing at least the overview or the basics and the, the general idea and then being able to apply it later. Or exactly. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. You know, when I, when I started in the business, I've been doing this 20 years now. That's ex so I learned the same way with a mentor where the guy that recruited me literally back then, you didn't have to have an office. There was no licensing or anything. So he was working out of his apartment and we literally sat in the same room. One of the bedrooms was his office. And literally I would listen to him call a client, then he would listen to me and then critique me. And then I'd listen to him call a client and then back and forth for, we did that for a couple of years, really. And that's what made me what I am is just, you know, 
sapping that information off of someone that was experienced and knew what they were doing. I, I so. just can't see it any better way, you know, and it, it kind of blows my mind sometimes that we don't have that. And as a, as a general rule, you know, as realtors, mm-hmm. we're kind of jerks to each other, you know, when we first, people are starting out, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll admit it, you know, it's, it's just such a competitive field and, you know, everybody's kind of trying to show everybody up and, uh, you know, I've got to figure this than you do. And so if we can just slow down, take the time, but I think where a lot of um, mentors and more experienced agents, they start to get a little burned because they give out this information and then these people disappear, right? And they go away or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a philosophy that as long as I'm putting better realtors out into the world, what have I hurt? I haven't hurt anything. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. until I know that you're super, super invested, I may not give you every one of my secrets in the world, right? (laughs) But (laughs) I'm going to still put a good realtor out into the community. Yeah, that's a great philosophy. And it's, I think that's an abundance mindset that there's plenty out there for everybody. And there is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to have that sort of coaching tree, like they say in football or basketball uh, of agents that you've mentored and then they go out and they're successful. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little sad. The last, like I said, the last, you can't compare anything to the last couple of years, you know, that's no, we're losing people out of it because a lot of those agents were just being handed stuff, right? Like there was just so much out there for everybody. It was extremely hard, but you know, you were basically being handed a lead that just converted itself almost. So the struggle I'm seeing with the shift in the market is do agents know how to truly work their pipeline, talk to their people, follow up, you know, walk them through these difficult times and interest rates, you know, we know these interest rates aren't that bad, but these kids, these people that have just come into the market, they don't know anything but a two or a 3%. So a six is, oh my gosh, that's just scary. Where, you know, you talk to your experienced buyers and they laugh, right? They're like, ah, my first house was 13%. This is no big deal. (laughs) So I find that to be really fun. Or even a market where housing has gone down or um, not gone up. Exactly. Uh, yep. That's a foreign idea to, to, to younger and homeowners. It's a whole new, you know, it, one of the things I say I truly love about real estate is every day is different. Every day is different. And, you know, if you think you know it all, then you probably should get out of the business because there is something yep. to learn every single day. And I love, that's another thing I love about teams. Again, talking to a couple new agents. I had a couple in my office yesterday and I'm sitting there telling them, you know, the great thing about this in a team is that there's always stop gaps for you. There's always people here. I don't pretend to know everything. So if I don't know it, I go to Amy. If Amy doesn't know it, we go to our broker at EXP. Mm-hmm. We also have a great network of really high producing agents that maybe sometimes we just reach out to them. As you build those relationships, it is a true community out here that we can really lean on each other. And I have no problem with any agent ever calling me and asking me for you know questions. Can I be a resource? I love that opportunity. Yeah, that's nice. So um, coach us a little bit. How would you, how, how are you coaching your buyers right now with this interesting market? 
yeah. You know, I personally put 10 buyers under contract in December when a lot of other agents were freaking out, right? I was reaching back into my database. I was finding my younger buyers that may have, you know, just given up, literally just we're not going to do it or we're going to wait till this or that. I was making a lot of phone calls, talking to people. And I was saying like, hey, you were in a market where you were talking about you only had $5,000 to put down for an appraisal guarantee. I'm telling you, not only can I most likely get your closing costs covered, I can also probably get a reduction in this price. So every single one of those houses I put under contract in December, I either got a price reduction, a 2-1 buy down or um, closing costs covered, or all of the above. So it really nice. is about knowing what you're doing, having good, and it is about the, your lenders. It's about having a really great community in general that I, I didn't really know two one buy downs. You know, I didn't understand them. Mm-hmm. But to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest, when I first started hearing about them, I was like, this is, this is horrible, horrible idea. Like what's going to happen? These <laughs> kids can't even remember that I told them that the water heater was 15 years old. How are they going to remember in a year that their payment's going to go up or whatever? So right. it was just, it's again about me getting coaching from my lenders, letting me know what to do, and then just reaching out and passing down that information. So anybody that is not working their pipeline from you know the people have fallen out send them my way i'll work it for you <laughs> <laughs> right well and this you know this kind of goes back to the beauty of a team also yep. you know having having that time and space to be able to do that within your business and not be bogged down by all the minutiae of very true running the business doing the nuts and bolts of the contract these kinds of things um, in my opinion, so key to having a successful business. Cause that's also the way to stay away from the roller coaster. Yep. And, um, you know, there's so many agents I talk to, they put three or four contracts in and before you know it, they're super busy. They're up to their eyeballs in the busy work. And then they're, they're not calling their clients. They're not yep. following up with prospects. And then they have that slow month because they weren't doing those, those basics of marketing. So, so true, especially, you know, when you're new, but again, you don't know what you don't know, right? So Mm -hmm. they absolutely do that. They have a tendency to focus on the couple that they're working. And there is, there's a lot, there's a lot of hours we put into this. It's not, this is not a nine to five job. Um, You know, I'll get the parents that'll call me, you know, went to school with my kids or whatever. And, oh yeah, you know, my little one's in school full time. I think I might get into real estate. And I'm like, we as experienced agents can tell the part-time agents in a heartbeat, you know, and, and, I literally, you know, people, you read my reviews and it's like, does she ever sleep? Yes, I sleep, you know, but (laughs) I just, you don't know what I do. And I go on vacations and that is another thing that I really love about a team. You always have somebody there for you. I'm getting ready to go out of town. I have some agents that are going to be my boots on the ground, but I write contracts that you know what, writing a contract sitting next to a pool is pretty darn awesome. <laughs> Other than being pulled over in the come and go parking lot, try to do it real fast, right? So I right. can absolutely do that. And that's another real benefit of a team. Yeah, you do a lot of your, your upcoming trip is you, part of your team going. From it is. Yeah. Right? So yeah, again, treat the people the way you want to be treated. And one of our uh, benefits is that once you reach a certain level in sales, um, Amy takes us on a trip. 
and we get to go. So this year we're trying out with some husbands too. Well, some, all of our husbands, uh, we are mostly a female team. We've got a couple guys on our team, but yeah, we're bringing spouses this year and it's just, you know, again, it's the little rewards too. the little mm-hmm. uh, Amy used to joke with me. I, can be easily bribed, right? You put a, you put a uh, goal in front of me and you're like, Hey, if you do this, I have a surprise for you. It'd, it'd be a coach purse or something, right? I'd find out about it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to blow that out of the, the water. So we like to do that as well as give little incentives to people. Um, you know, we help them keep up on their continuing education, things like that. To just make it understandable. We also understand that as a new agent, you're broke. We are usually broke. Mm-hmm. It seems like that first year, everybody has their hand out. Everybody needs money, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, you're paying your dues, you're paying for your house access, you're paying for everything. So we try to do little things like our newer agents will pay them to sit home inspections for us. So they are learning while they're there. I say the majority of what I learned about homes, I'm, I was, I was raised by a single mom. You know, I didn't know anything about fixing homes. A lot of what I learned, I learned sitting home inspections and listening to my home inspectors talk. So we find that that's a good benefit. Oh, sorry. I don't know what just happened there. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we, uh, we find that if we are able to put them in those situations, but we're also paying them, we're paying them a really good hourly wage. So they have a little bit of money to help them move along as well. So we make it kind of a learning while you're earning type process. That's nice. That's nice. Well, it's time to wrap things up. It's already been almost a half. I know it goes so fast. Yeah. I know. I thought, Um, how are we going to have enough to talk about? I know. It's just, there's so much. I I think your insights on team building are awesome because there's so much around that. Um, just for a parting question, what would be your words of wisdom to someone that's out there doing a pretty solid business and they're just, you know, they're, they have that control freak mindset. They don't want to give up the, those tasks. They want to do it all themselves. What would be your words of wisdom for someone that's in that position right now? Yeah, that's a great one because I was that person, right? And I still have a mm-hmm. tendency to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that puts me realizing that I'm working at my desk till 10 o'clock at night. So my words of wisdom are, let it go. Use your energy in the best places possible. Use your energy for your clients. Make yourself available for them. Make yourself available for your family. Do not give up your family. You know, a lot of us have a tendency to do that. And if we can give up those little pieces and let other people, inspections are a great example. I struggled with that. You know, I want to be there. I want to see everything they see. But if you can let other people do some of those for you, in the long run, you will sell more homes because you'll be able to. I will be perfectly honest during COVID, I was selling about 150 homes a year myself. I cannot do that by myself. Um, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't, you know, I'm back down to about 100, which is what I like in a year. It gives me a little bit more time to be able to focus on people. So if you give up those other little items, you will be able, it will pay itself back tenfold. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. There's no one that wants on their gravestone um, someday to say, rest in peace. This person worked the most hours of anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And no it is hard. And, and I think in this industry, we have a tendency to be control freaks. So, Absolutely. you know, if you give it up and you, again, I just can't explain it enough. It will come back to you. Absolutely. I'm a control freak too. I'm a recovering control freak. <laughs> and the way, the way I got around it is, um, 
I define what my staff does, what my people do. So I control what their job description is so that I can then hold them accountable. And that's, and, and then I control what their roles are. So that's, I love that. And then you're just, you're following up with that instead of doing the task yourself. Yeah. So, and if you hire yeah. the right people, I found, and I made a lot of mistakes hiring, but if yep. you hire the right people, they do it because that is they're so naturally true. Wired that's the sign of a great leader, right? The person yeah. you surround yourself. And I tell people, even my, my clients, right? I am amazing at selling houses. I'm not a lender. I'm not a title person. Mm -hmm. I am not mm -hmm. any of those people. So I surround myself with the best and therefore I can be the best. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate Thanks. you being a part of the show. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I just want to remind you that my name is RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and I believe in giving back to the agents that I work with. So if you'd like to chat about that, just give me a ring. And if you enjoyed this show, consider leaving a five-star review for us to spread the word. So uh, thanks again, Tiffany, and you all have a great rest of your day. Thank you.